Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. Texting privacy policy in terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting rules for occurring automated text marketing messages. Message and data rates may apply. Reply stop, opt out. The pandemic has been hard on all our kids. New studies show more than one in three children who started school in the pandemic now need intensive reading help. That's right. Millions of kids in kindergarten through third grade in the United States cannot read at grade level. Here's the good news. Your child can be reading in just 30 days, guaranteed, with Hooked on Phonics. Even if your child has been struggling, Hooked on Phonics will teach your child to read in just 30 days, guaranteed. And right now, you can get started for just one dollar text the word grade to 32 32 32 right now hooked on phonics is highly effective and incredibly fun and everything can be done right from home and in less than 20 minutes a day for more than 30 years hooked on phonics has been the proven learn to read program that kids love to use text grade to 32 32 32 and teach your child to read in just 30 days guaranteed text grade to 32 32 32 right now and get started for just one dollar text grade to 32 32 32 now text grade to 32 32 32 Nobody cares. Still nobody cares after all this time. We're back on Tales from the Crypts, and I'm opening the show tonight because the cripple to my one side. Oh, you know, I can't look. If I look this way, I'm looking at you. And if I look this way, which this way I'm looking at you, but I'm not looking at you. I'm looking away from you. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's, it's, I'm, I'm very confused. Then if I look up, am I looking up right now? Cause I can't see the screen. Yes. You're looking up right now. Am I looking down right now? Cause I can't yes. see the screen. Yes. Why? Okay. So why, when I look up, do I look up and then I look down and I look down, but then if I look left, I'm looking right. And if I look right, I look left. Why does that happen? That. This is not how it looks on my end. You're looking the directions. Look, look, can you're you look the directions right that you're saying. Look to the right for me. Do you know my your right, right to your left? My right? Look to your right for me. Okay. Now, now you're looking to your left, God damn it! Oh, wait, no, you're, that's your right. Okay. <laughs> was, this your, was this your brilliant cold open? I don't fucking know. No, no. I, I wanted to say something else too, because I um, you know, we're opening up the show. This this episode is called "Talk to the Crips." Um, I wish we. I hope people will call in. So, well, let, let me tell you what I did. So, I posted the YouTube link and the number and gave a little description of what the show is. I put it in, um, living with cerebral palsy group which an admin approved it on there, okay? Then I put it in Pen Pals for the Disabled. And about a minute after I put it in Pen Pals for the Disabled, I get a notification that says, an admin has deleted your post from Pen Pals for the Disabled. I'm like, wow. Now, it doesn't look threatening. I mean, the post was basically the, 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 the thumbnail for the show. It just had you, me, and my buddy here, Slimer, holding a telephone. Look, does he look threatening to you? Does the Slimer? He, that's not threatening. He's Slimer. He's not I mean, threatening. He's, 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 
He, he's threatening to charm you. Maybe that's what it is. Hey, I got a question because we were talking about this a little bit the other day about pictures of me from the past. So this picture of me that I assume Aaron used for this background. No, I, I actually, I'm going to tell you what, Aaron. Now, if he listens, he dropped the ball. And I got to say this because he, all right, so he's at a party this evening. So I'll give him that. He's at a party. That's great. That's nice. But he dropped the ball. He was going to do a Talk to the Crips show art for me. And I made a Talk to the Crips show art because it got to be like at around 8 o'clock tonight and I didn't get anything from him. So I knew he had this party to go to. I didn't want to bother him. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to do show art. So I made horrendous show art for Tales from the Crips, you know, for this episode. I don't think that's bad. No, 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 no. You didn't see what I originally made, okay? What I originally made sucks. And if I can get that in here during the course of the show, I'll I'll show it to you. Uh, But I don't have it in at this moment, but maybe I'll get it in at some point. Um, So, no, what I did was, he. so after I sent him my horrendous artwork, he sent me um, the art with just Slimer on it holding the phone, and it said, talk to the Crips. And it just had Slimer, and it said, talk to the Crips. Didn't say anything about Tales from the Crips. Just said, talk to the Crips. So I'm like, that's not going to fly, because it needs to say Tales from the Crips on it. So I'm like, so like I said, I know he had like a party or something. I didn't want to bother him. So I just like took pictures of us, and I put them on there. And then, you know, I put, so my face kind of looks like, because I put myself kind of in front of Slimer's hand, so that kind of like symbolizes that maybe, you know, Slimer is going to give me a little happy ending. And that's why I made my face kind of look like that, you know, because I'm hey, enjoying what he's doing to me. Can you, just so the people watching can get a good look at our, our pictures, can you take us off the screen for a minute or? Uh, I, I can do that. Yeah, let me, I'll remove us. Hold on. Me, him, oh, Mike. Yeah, I brought us back. Okay. I think they got a good enough look. So let me ask you this, and, and, and as soon as after we finish this subject, we can uh, end the cold open and finally run the fucking intro, because we haven't done that yet, but... Uh, Skeet. Morgan's is here. Our, is that one of our people? Morgan's here, too. Morgan hey. Welcome is here, and Lonesome Lenny is here saying hello. Hello. And is that Morgan guy with us? Uh, he, he's been here for... Uh, a few a few shows actually for not just you know cool. for not this for other shows as well. Cool. Thanks for joining us again, guys. So anyway, yeah. that picture of me because we were talking about this the other day. Pictures of me from the past. What yeah. year do you think that picture is from? Um, I'm gonna say that that's probably fairly recent. So I think that that's probably got to be from like 2020, 2021. Is that your final answer? Your final guess? My final crippled answer. That picture was taken in 2013. <laughs> oh fuck! Now, yeah. now, you know, here's now here's the thing. I I just have to comment on this real quick. Now, Jess and Nick are watching us. Okay, so here I'm gonna put this up. Jess says hello. Jess says hi. This is Jess from Jess, okay? And then Jess 717 says hello. Now, I believe that's Nick. So, so now you're telling me 
that they're watching us from two different locations, probably in the same residence, unless they're not in the same residence right now. You know, I just got to say, and I respect both of them so far as a couple, as friends, so far as human beings. Jess knows how to make herself look pretty sexy in her pictures. I'm going to have to say that. I know her husband's listening right now. And uh, Nick, hey, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Nick, but your wife, she's kind of sexy. She can sit on my face if she'd like to one of these days. I mean that in all respect. But uh, now, now, okay. She can advocate. Yeah, but I don't want to think about what's going to happen if she sits on your face because you're going to do things. Oh, God. I'm going to. if Nick Steve. ever finds out, if Nick ever finds out, I can just be all like, it was an accident. I, I was being, uh, I was, I was being retarded. No, no, Jess, don't thank him for that. Don't thank him for that because you don't understand what he's going to do. He's no. not going to sit. So your front end is near his mouth. He's going to sit. So your back end is there and he can start going. Oh God. I'm g- <laughs> He's gonna. He's. Oh God! I can't. <laughs> It'll be oh, alright. She'll be clean. She oh, looks I, like a I, I can't. I, I can't. Oh no! And, he, and actually, it's, it's, and, and, it's. It's. I. I'm. I'm so sick. And I, actually, I, I know it's. It's kind of hard to do. But could you take us back off the screen just for a second, please? Oh God! Yeah. Well, I'll do that. And uh, hi, Joey, by the way. I know you're watching too, buddy. And we're, we'll be back. Here, wait, wait. I took him off. I got to Dude, don't talk until you're back in here. Do you not what? know when you're back in the stream? Well, I, I thought, I thought they were. See, the, the look on Slimer's face yeah. on the background, that's what Jess's face is going to look like when she's sitting oh, on, my, on my face. Oh, my God. All right, I'm done talking nasty don't, about don't, someone's dude, life. You can't, you can't tongue her asshole. That's not nice. But, I'm, I had my moment, and this And I just can't advocate for that. That's you just. Know, sometimes Nick is busy. He's busy running his seven seventeen credit union Nick, website Nick, or whatever. No, never, never tongue the asshole. You can't go ask the mouth. And he my does. point is, my oh, point is, is once Jess goes handicapped, she will never I'm going to vomit. That's my point. That's all I got to say. I'm not going to home wreck the relationship or anything like oh. that. You're all sick. Right. I'm, You're I'm done. Sorry. All right. We got to play this disclaimer because you've, you've, you've tainted the show. You've tarnished the show. That's Tales it. from the Crips contains topics, themes, and dialogue that may be of a frank and sensitive nature to some listeners and or viewers. Discretion is advised.
Oh, I don't think I'm gonna hurl. Yeah. I don't think that I'll ever get like sick and tired of that intro. I love it. Yeah, I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. Oh, I I, I just needed a palate cleanse from thinking of. Oh God. Hey, we're not in the cold open no more. I'm not going to talk about home wrecking of marriage anymore. That was yeah, the cold yeah. I mean, I mean, well, the home wrecking part, I, 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 I get, but the fact that, oh my god, whoa, Anyway, Man, we, got, we got quite the crowd already in our first ten minutes. God damn, oh my god, it has already been that long. Yeah, damn. we had a ten minute cold open. Really? God damn. See, that's longer than you ever fucking do. See, I bring the shit. I bring well, that's, it. That's because you spent the first three minutes like, and if I look to my right, and looking actually to my left. If I look to my left, and looking to my right. If I look it up, and I look it down. Ugh. <laughs> 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 Shut the fuck up. <laughs> do what do I need to play that clip from 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 what's the name of that movie? What? Do I need to play up the do I need to play the clip from from Sam and Maddie make a fucking movie? Uh, Did you watch that yet? No, Did not yet. I'm yet? going to Dude, get him the fuck over. I know. I know. That movie. I gotta watch it. I, 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 yes, I, I gotta do. watch it. Anyway, get packed. We um we have a few different oh. subjects on plate tonight. Oh, to talk God. about. I'm glad that we have a crowd for a while tonight because I'd like everyone's opinions on the things that are on my mind. Um, yeah. I wonder if you should, well, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to switch the banner and yeah, I'm going to have, you know, oh, this tales from the crypts. I'm going to put the number up. Oop, almost yeah. put a national suicide prevention lifeline. I don't want that. Yeah. Um, do people normally want to commit suicide after they listen to us? Actually, I, I think that that would be the reverse. I think people would want to stay alive just so they could hear what we're going to say next. Hey, and then um, either Jess or Nick or any of you that uh, is listening to us, if you guys want to call the number and have a little discussion about one of our topics that I'd like to talk about, that'd be great. I'm not going to do a five-hour episode, but we can uh, talk the next hour, hour and a half. (laughs) Yeah. Anyway, Mike, what's on your mind? Well, we haven't done a five-hour episode uh, as of yet. Um. Let's see. Wait, wait, wait. Let me start with that question. What is the longest episode of anything podcast related that you've done so far? That I've done? Um, oh, shit. Um, well, I guess I could say that I was a part of the oh, Skeleton Crew um, 100th episode spectacular. I wasn't on the full episode, but I was on a nice chunk of it in like uh, clips and then a uh, present day appearance. And I think that episode ran about eight hours and 21 minutes. Eight hours? Yes. What the fuck do you have to talk about for eight hours? Again, it was a, it was a compilation show of clips oh. 100 episodes. Oh, okay. 
And then I made, you know, a live appearance talking about my time on the show and all that happy horse shit. Yeah, okay. Well, that's cool. How long ago was that? Like 10 years ago? Uh, no. Oh. 2015? Rob says he remembers that. He listened to the whole thing probably twice. I Well, I did too, but I didn't listen to the... I did listen to the whole thing because I was told that I was on it. So, yeah, I... um. Yeah, <clears throat> Rob. That, that that reminds me. Rob, call me soon. We gotta talk about uh, plans for crossing the streams. I got a couple of plans, a couple of ideas, I guess I should say. So damn right, we gotta get that show back on track, motherfucker. Yeah, we could. Hey, Rob, we wanna. I kind of wanna do a. Uh, I know it's late in the month already, but I kind of wanna do an episode before the end of this month. I kind of like. I want to do an episode in April. Uh, that I have an idea for, and I got an idea for May's episode. So, um, when you're shirtless later on, call me. Yeah. We'll talk about. It. <laughs> he only wants to do an episode this month because I told him he has to. Oh yeah, that's true. But as soon as you told yeah. me that, I came up with an idea for it. So shut the you fuck did. up. You did. So I'll, I'll give you that. But I hope you your mama shits her pants again. Uh, I hope not. I can take over the show like they normally do. I hope you know that's something that I want to ask because maybe some of our female viewers um, would understand that. Jess, I'm talking to you because right now I think you're our only female viewer. Um, <laughs> so when you wipe a vagina and you go from the front to the back like you're supposed to do, and there's like this little brown mucus shit that like comes up. What does that mean? I'll wait for your comment. Anyway, well, <laughs> uh, well, she is. Oh, that's right. We're on a delay, so it's probably going to be a, a minute or two before she. Yeah, gets yeah, she ain't going to see it until I didn't even notice that. How much of a delay are we on? I, I think I think it's like a minute, maybe two, something. Oh, wow. Like that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it, she just said, "Where is it coming from?" It's. Um, shit. It's probably coming from her ass. No, it can't be shit because it looks like muc. It looks like, like fucking weird mucus, like type. Not, not, not like liquidy mucus. Just like some sort of shit. I mean, it's not shit, but it's. <laughs> I don't know what it is. It's it's something. She's got a yeast infection. I hope not. We got a call. We do have a call. Should we? Do you want to take this call? Let's take it. Okay. <laughs> Hello, you're live on Tales from the Crips. Hello. 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 Yeah, this is Lonesome Lenny. How you doing? This oh is Lenny. Oh Lenny. my God. I don't know how I'm. I'm going to participate in this conversation. Um. But uh, the content is is very interesting. <laughs> well, let's start off with this question, Lenny. Do you have a brown mucus that comes from your asshole? It's yeah, but it's not mucus. <laughs> it's it's like little like brown. I'm gonna have to take a picture. I gotta well, take a picture. Unless, picture. I stand over, unless I stand over a very large mirror, I don't think I'm gonna have the answer to that question. Oh, that's all right. Oh. Oh God! Discharge! Oh God! <laughs> put put uh, Jess's last comment up. Uh, oh God! Yeah, 
you guys are uh, definitely um, in a different time zone. You know, uh, it's very really, um, enlightening. You know, uh, these conversations never would have existed in the years that I grew up. Well, you say never. different time zone. What time is it for you right now, buddy? Because it's 11 p.m. for me. Yeah, well, I'm in Massachusetts, so oh. it's 11 p.m. here. Oh, it's 11. Okay, I need. I I know what you're saying, though. Yeah, he's in he's in Rob's country, or Rob's area. Morgan said, "Check her penis." <laughs> Was he talking about your mom's penis? I mean, if she had one, I'd check it. But maybe, I mean, unless it's hiding somewhere. Oh God, right. I don't even want to think about that. No. For the moments, because uh, we got Lonesome Lenny on the call with us for yes. right now, so yes. I, I, there was so much I wanted to talk to him about. Please Lenny, I uh, for a few minutes. I have to, I have to, I have to, like, just cleanse myself of this. So talk to Lenny, please. Thank okay. you. All right, Mike's had a commission for just a couple of minutes, and then so Lenny, um, I hope you don't mind me talking about this live on the air, but um. I, I read what was that? It was that an application fill out that he did, or was that just a message? No, he sent an email that was very nice. I hope uh, you don't mind, Lenny. I did share it with like Aaron and Cody because they're they're into all that stuff, and you know, I mean, I abso figured absolutely. You know. I'm uh, uh, starting a website, and I'm going to be having my own podcast um, maybe three or four months from now. So I'm having a studio built, and um, we'll take it from there. Awesome. Now, <clears throat> if you, you want a platform, I'm going to leave for a second, but if you want a platform, Lenny, you got one right here, buddy. Oh, thank you very much. If you need an outlet, you got it. All right, I'll I be back, guys. That. All right, we'll see you in a minute, Mike. So, Lenny, um, geez, why did he take me completely, put, put me like that? Oh, all right. Um, so, you, what did tell us a little bit about what your podcast is going to be about? Is it, it tell us a little bit about the accident also that uh, you got into in your kid? All right, it was um, well, let me give you a little bit of a backstory on the automobile itself. Okay, it was a 1949 Mercury and um, it had reverse hinged rear doors affectionately known as suicide doors. And what would happen is if you were um, rolling along at any, you know, a, a good clip, and if you cracked that rear door open, the wind would rip it open and anybody holding onto the door handle would fly out. Mm -hmm. So at three years old, uh, that's exactly what happened to me. It was my dad's car. And he was traveling at about 40 miles an hour. So if you read that uh, newspaper article that I attached, if Michael forwarded it to you, it would uh, say, child severely injured in fall from machine. And um, I spent uh, several years recuperating, more than several years recuperating. <laughs> and... Um, you know, it was a very traumatic accident, and uh, my parents uh, had felt very guilty about it. My dad had to go to a hearing at the RMV, um, and he almost lost his license, but it wasn't his fault. I mean, anybody that leaned on that door handle, even if it was a grown-up, lean on that door handle, they did not have 
child locks, safety belts, uh, child seats, anything like that. Now, this was in 1952. So I'm 73. This was 70 years ago. Mm-hmm. So I just, uh, you know, as of last few years uh, and 45 years in therapy, uh, I decided that there's a story to tell here. And that's what I'm going to do. Awesome. Now, you said that it, it took you quite a few years after that to recuperate. What do you mean exactly? Could you not walk for several years after that growing up? Or, or what did you, what do you yeah. mean? Yeah, I had um, a head injury. And also I um, have been in contact with the um, Brain Institute, uh, uh, Traumatic Brain Institute. Uh, <laughs> um medical division that treats people with head injuries. And I had a head injury that, um, it didn't impair me to the point where I, you know, I was, um, totally out of it, but you're living in somewhat of a fog. You're living your life and you're living this other life on the side of you. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they, when I was in the hospital, they, uh, they called in a doctor and he drew out um, spinal fluid and said that if uh, there was no blood in the spinal fluid, we think he's going to make it. And uh, I had interviewed my parents. They didn't really wanted to talk about it, but I interviewed them 40 years ago and I got them on tape and went through the whole story and uh, exactly what happened, how they felt about it. And, um, you know, not telling them, exactly how I felt about it because I don't have any prior life to look back at and say, well, this was like, this was life before this happened. And now this is life after it happened. As far as I'm concerned, I was born on that day and that's all I can remember. The, you know, I can remember actually being in the back seat of that car. And, uh, last few years I've been doing research on, uh, these reverse hinged doors. And now my accident was 1952 and they didn't do anything about it until 1967. With the suicide doors? Yes. With the suicide door? Go ahead. The suicide door, they they didn't change that until the 67? Well, no, they didn't change. Lincoln Mercury still had the reverse hinge doors, but they finally put a locking system on the door in 1967. Okay. Well, I'm not the the only one that this happened to. I mean, um, when people, if if you ask anybody that knows anything about automobiles and you mention suicide doors, they go, oh yeah, those are the reverse hinge doors. And, um, you know, it was a, a situation where these doors were made uh, in coaches, that's when they first started. I mean, horse-drawn carriages. Mm-hmm. But a horse-drawn carriage only goes five miles an hour unless they're at a gallop. <laughs> right. Yeah. So, uh, but they incorporated that into, into automobiles all during the 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, and 60s until they finally put a um, a locking system on the rear doors. So... Would you say that that was good enough, what they did, putting a locking system on there? Well, you know, it was too late for me. 
You know, it would have been nice if, uh, I mean, you're, you were talking about adding $15 to the cost of the car. Yeah. And uh, you had these bean counters at, um, you know, in the automotive industry. And Lincoln wasn't the only, uh, I mean, Mercury wasn't the only uh, uh, car brand that did this. There were many car brands that did it, but they did it up until 1967. Uh, Ralph Nader wrote a book called Unsafe at Any Speed about the Corvair, uh, the Chevrolet Corvair. And uh, it was supposed to be unstable if you were going around a corner. And uh, there's uh, a lot of pushback on that if it really was unsafe or not. But this reverse hinge door was right underneath his nose. And why he didn't pick up on it or somebody pick up on it and uh, go forward with the story. Yeah. That's what I'm about. That's what I'm going to do. Good. That's awesome. Um. Now, stupid question here, but uh, is, is neither one of your parents, are they alive any, any more longer? No, they've passed on uh, decades ago. Okay. I, that's what I thought. I was just making sure. Um, who uh, is there fa other family members you could uh, do interviews with or talk to? Do you, is that tape that you recorded yeah. with your parents uh, negligible uh, enough to? My, uh, my, um, I'm, my parents had three children and we're all, I'm 73. My brother's 74. My sister is 71. All right. So we're, we were born very near each other and we were all in the car that day. Mm -hmm. So my sister was under two years old, so she doesn't really know what, what happened. And my brother knows what happened. And, um, you know, his attitude is, well, hey, you survived, get over it, <clears throat> you know, and uh, so uh, he's a lawyer, you know, and uh, he's very, very, uh, well, he's, uh, he was spawned in a different sea, that's all I can say. Wait, did you say he's a lawyer? Uh, what's that? Is he, you said he's a lawyer? Yeah, he's a lawyer. Yeah. Oh, wow. So I could... I could yeah. come on down there to Massachusetts, get myself in some trouble, and he would help me out with the right amount of money. Oh, yeah. As, as long as you can write a check, he'd, he'd be glad to help you out. Well, I'd get someone to write a check for him. My hands are all fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's great. Well, I thought uh, I'd call in and uh, chat with you guys for a few minutes. And... Um, tell you that i i love the uh rabbit and red radio series uh it's very entertaining very informative and uh i look forward to uh, anytime you broadcast thank you that means a lot lenny it really does because uh you know there's there's not many diehards out there and you seem like you're one of them so i appreciate that well you guys are uh you know what um it's the, you're doing what they call the uh, you're on the path of the road less traveled, and uh, it's not exactly what you think; it's how you think. And right. You're, uh, you're you're very unique. I mean, there. You know, when I um, I I'm a, a YouTube nut. I mean, I like to look at instructional videos, and um, I also play guitar, and uh, I look I look at music videos, but they're there are so many clones of, uh, you know, sports, 
and religion and gaming, which is okay, you know, but, um, you know, what you guys are doing, you know, I mean, it's, uh, it's really different, unique. And, uh, I hope that, uh, other people just jump on board and, uh, follow what you're, what your progress is. Yeah. And I appreciate that you noticed that because, you know, when I told Mike that I would agree to come on here and create a unique show, I told him, I said, we are not going to follow the current society rules. If we're going to do this, where I'm not going to intentionally try to offend the entire world on every episode. But if the entire world decides to get offended on a specific episode of certain things that I say, that's not my problem. See, Lenny, I, I'm a lot younger than you, but I do believe in this old school mentality that we as human beings, we're not obligated to make sure others don't get offended. You know, when you get offended, nothing happens. You get over it. You, you get tougher skin. No, I agree. No, I, I, I totally agree. Listen, this is your format. So, you know, you're going to direct it in a, in a way that's comfortable for you. You're not, you're not playing a tune for somebody else. <clears throat> you know, I, I appreciate that. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Well, everyone, that was Lonesome Lenny on the phone with us. Lenny, call us again in the future if you ever have anything else you want to talk about. Yeah, definitely. absolutely. Meanwhile, I'll go back in the chat and uh, enjoy the rest of the broadcast. All right. Thank you, my friend. We'll talk to you real soon. All right. Definitely. You take care. take care. You too. You Bye. Bye-bye. Now that, oh. that made, that was amazing. Yeah, it really was. I um, I love that guy. I wish I wish he was my grandpa. <laughs> well, and I'll tell you what. I I think that that would that would that would be amazing. Um, if I was Lonesome Lenny's grandson, do you think you'd buy me ice cream? Uh, probably. I mean, <laughs> I would buy you. I would buy you ice cream. I'm I'm. I mean, I'm I'm bald. I probably look like I could be your father. I will go on to Lenny's future podcast and. He better have ice cream in his studio that he's going to build. If, and like I said, if he needs, if he wants a platform or whatever, I will be more than happy. I would love to have Lenny's podcast on this network. I really would. I maybe, would love. Maybe at the very least, maybe he'll get started out on Rabbit and Red, get a little bit of traction, and if yeah, he wants to then, branch off into something more respectable, because Rabbit and Red's not respectable, and, and maybe he'll yeah. do that. I mean, I mean, really, if you want to think about it, we're really not. It doesn't help that you got a crippled guy on his own show saying all kinds of socially unacceptable words, but yeah. Yeah, especially trying to sit on Jess's face, yeah. No, I'm not going to sit on Jess's face. This isn't the cold open. Oh, Jess is going to sit on your face. Oh, okay. Yeah, now I'm. Now we're back. Now we're back on track. I get it. You didn't, that, the whole that whole cold open, cold open. You thought I was talking about me sitting on Jess's face? No, I get it now. Oh, I get it now. It just it just slipped my mind for a second because I'm okay. I'm just confused on anybody sitting on anybody's face. It's just like you know, it's it's just wow. So Pull um, Jess's pay, uh, picture back up, her comment, last comment for a second. You're like, pull Jess's picture back up. Her Wait, yeah, no, 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 not her picture, her comment. Yeah, whatever. Just get her face uh, back. Beautiful. Hold on, I'm trying to find it. Fucking do it. Oh, no, I hit this one. Oh, no, wait, I'm, I got to get the comments up. Hmm. I'm hitting all the other things except for that. Like, there you go. Uh, see, now, look, look at her face in that picture right now. She just has I, that, I see. That, 
she's got that smirk on her face like yeah you know you know you want me to sit on your face that that that's the look she's got on her face in that picture right there like i might not do it because i'm a married woman but i know you want me to sit on your face honey that's that's the look on her face right there i swear to christ she's she's got that queen look to her face you know well, maybe we can maybe we can explore this um, later on in another show. Yeah, I'll explore okay. Jeff's pictures later on when I have no pants on. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, anyway, um, so there was a serious topic I wanted to get into <clears throat> tonight. <clears throat> she said, "Oh my." Yeah, definitely. And to just to close out that subject, uh, as soon as we find out what Lenny's uh, near future plans are with his podcast, we will let everyone know, regardless if he's going to be a part of Raven and Red's network or not. Yeah. So, uh, no, yeah, she wasn't laughing yeah, at you. She, was, Jeff. she, she was wasn't laughing. laughing at you, Lenny. She was laughing at the cripple here. Yeah. She was so talking like, about sitting on her face. She's like, the only person I'm going to laugh at is the person whose face I sit on. <laughs> anyway. Um, so there's some, there's been something that, uh, and I, you know, rather it be you, Jesse, Jesse, (laughs) the fuck is this thing by the bell? Is this saved by the bell? Is that what this is? Saved by the bell? Yeah, no, I never watched it. Really? No, I, (laughs) I don't watch stuff like that, man. Really? Really? Anyway, um, Rather it be Jess or anybody else in the chat that wants to come in and talk to us about this subject. There was something oh that's... Oh, God, I'm sick. Huh? Oh, You're that's sick. oh God, that's sick. Oh. <clears throat> oh, she smirked at me. Thank you, Jess. Mm. Hey, Jess, oh, will you do me a favor. Will you just do me one favor, Jess, and just take your wedding ring off when you go to touch me in certain places? Mm. Oh, God. <laughs> anyway... We got to move on from that shit. Um, <clears throat> so there's something I've been thinking about lately, and I, I don't think it kind of I don't think it's exclusive to disabled guys, you know, like me and you. Yeah. I think it's kind of I think it happens to a lot of different people, but probably say you got this scenario that you're someone like us who we don't have that much to do throughout the day. And yes, you take care of your mom. But outside of that, you don't have a job. You don't have big time responsibility. Me. I pay my bills. I manage my own money. I do this show, and that's it. I watch TV. I play video games. Basically, the the idea is that time moves slower for people like us who who have like not as eventful lives, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. When we make friends, especially of the opposite sex, yes, we 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 naturally want to spend time with them. Naturally, we and you talked uh, privately a little bit about this the other day, but I'd like to bring this subject to the show because I'd like. Yeah, well, I'm not going to actually say any names, but um, we're going to talk. No, you and Rob, none of you guys like the fucking name drop. Like, be real. But anyway, so I, as a disabled person, I have a few female friends who they have lives. You know, they have good and jobs they have things to do in life i get that but i've noticed in the last several years it is it's mm-hmm. difficult to get one you know to get these females to actually want to spend any time with me and right. i think originally the idea was that i was thinking it was like a disability thing but i don't 
think that that's the big reason. I, I think it has a lot more to do with like people in today's world. If you don't have a beneficial reason for them to want to be around you, then they're not going to, they're not going to take the time to be around you. Um, mm-hmm. and, and my question is, my question is this, this is for chat and for any of our future listeners or anybody that wants to call in and talk about this. What do you do? How, how do you emotionally, like, how, how, how do you handle that? Do you just say, well, fuck it, you know, I, 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 I understand you got a lot to do, or do you, you know, get a little frustrated and say, well, why don't you spend any time with me? Like, what's wrong with me? Do you talk to them about it? Do you just let it go? Do you hint at it? To, you know, I, I've been, I've been really thinking about this, especially for the last year of my life. Like, what? Because I have a couple of people in my life that I believe they consider me a friend. Mm-hmm. I believe they do care, but. I'm not a priority in the sense that they, they don't want to just hang out. They, they, you know, they, if there's a reason for them to come over, you know, they will, but they, other than that, they don't think to themselves, Oh, I haven't seen Cody in a while. Let me make plans with that guy. Is that just dead in today's world? The, the people just not want to be around each other anymore. Like, what do you think about that? Well, see, I'm in, I'm in a different kind of, of, of situation. I have a, a a friend who's you know female, and she's uh you know married, and we're trying to find time to uh, be together or you know hang out or something, and it's just difficult because I have the um strokey wonder in the other room there that you know, and I kind of don't want to have her like you know it's tough for me to get coverage so I can go out places. But I really don't, it's, it's tough for me to, you know, I, I kind of don't want her to come over here like when she's wide awake in there because then she'll be calling for something like every five or ten minutes and then I'll have to like get up and, you know, deal with her and then come back and sit down and, you know, I mean, while she says like that doesn't bother her, it bothers me because it makes me feel like, you know, I'm not present to her, you know what I mean? So that's kind of like why I want to like wait until, you know, I can dose her. Mother dies. Well, not till she dies. Cause I'm going to be waiting a long time for that. Apparently. So I'm there. thinking more so, you know, until I can dose her with about 15 to 20 milligrams of melatonin and hopefully, you know, she'll sleep for a few hours. Mm. That's right. Sleep. Um, hey. Sleep, sleep, our, sleep. Our buddy Morgan said that COVID could have a lot to do with it uh, for the last couple of years. That could be, but you know it if you have people in your life that's fearful of, of COVID for whatever their reasons are. And I don't, I don't think that that's it. I know I said for the last couple of years it's been on my mind, but it's actually been happening for several years. What? I mean, then stop stressing. What is she talking about? I mean, like if she's cool with with. With like coming over and hanging out, although you don't feel like I'm, I'm trying to understand. So you don't feel like she's she's cool with it then. Like you don't feel like she's cool with with like okay. So you don't think she's making seeing you or spending time with you a priority is what you're saying. That that's your yeah. Basic- I I think like and again, it's not just one person. It's it's a few different people I can think of off the top of my head. They these people kind of look at me as like more so like I'll see them when I see them, but I ain't got no problem with them. And I, and I do, 
And like I said, that's not like the most terrible thing. You know, you could have people in your life that you love as a friend and they secretly hate you. I don't think that's the case. I think it's just like Cody's in his own little world and we're in our own little world. And it's like, I often wonder how do I break that barrier? You know, like I, I try to come up with reasons uh, you know, to get these people over here, like, hey, let's watch a movie together. Let's go out together. Let's go get a milkshake or something like that. And a lot of times they're so busy and, and it, you know, go old school and have dinner parties, and invite a bunch of people. Yeah, I, I've tried that before. Um, and sometimes that will happen. And I even though I don't drink, I don't have a problem with having an alcohol party, if that makes any sense, as, as long as. Would you partake in some alcohol just to. You know, loosen yourself up. Hey, would- look at this. I I I uh, had a drink with Berlia on St. Patrick's Ooh. Day. Yeah. Ooh. yeah. Ooh. What did you drink? Uh shit. What the fuck was it? I wish she was in here with us right now. Um, I don't know what the fuck it was. It was light. It was, and she did tell me that it only had like eight percent alcohol in it, but uh, and it was kind of it was kind of gay how we were drinking it too, because we had, it was a canister. It was a can and we had uh, going back and forth. Like she took a sip, you took a sip. And- no, we had two straws in the same oh. can. And we Fuck. were kind of, we the, is this cripple in the tramp? <laughs> <laughs> the fuck? If it wasn't so goddamn late, I would try to call her just instantly on. on oh, fucking- you know, she's fucking awake. Let me check and see real quick if she's logged on. If she's not, I'm not gonna fucking try. Oh jeez. Just shut the fuck up. Uh, talk to some. Tell her, tell her she's got her, you know, thing over here. Um, what is this? So, this is the COVID issue. Well, yeah, I agree with that. They definitely changed their priorities in that sense. Yeah, definitely. And well, I don't. I mean, I I definitely hear you with socializing. Well, I I've never socialized really myself outside of, you know, this bunch of ragtag fucking misfits. Um, uh, she has not been logged on for about an hour, so she has probably fallen asleep. So I'm not going to wake her up right oh, now. It's Saturday night, and she's only she's young. She uh, yeah, but whenever she can get any sleep with that fucking fat ass baby of hers crying, then you know I'd like. I'd oh, don't it. say that. He loves you. I don't care. And actually, since we can't get her on the uh, on the phone, I'll go ahead and tell the story. So the other day, and I should have drank more after this because it was really upsetting. But uh, oh. some, sometimes Berlia has to bring her baby uh, to her uh, over here with her. Uh, when she takes care of me and uh the other day when we were having a drink on saint patty's day um mm-hmm. she we were sitting down and we were she was feeding me and i noticed that she had a bag of uh, cheetos and oh, uh God. yeah no i'll tell this story you can just yeah, take it off if you want to um and i just instinctively said hey you know give me a cheeto and i have a fucking cheeto a mm-hmm. fucking cheesy poof motherfucker mm-hmm. so she gave me one as I bit into into it I noticed that it was fucking soggy it was already wet it was a soggy Cheeto and I had to wait until after I chewed it a little bit to be able to talk but I I said now Berlia why the fuck was this Cheeto soggy and she instantly started laughing and she goes 
Cody, I apologize. My son put a couple of Cheetos in his mouth and then threw them back into the bag. Motherfucker. I, I'm cursed. Like, I hate kids, and I have... Not only do kids love me, but now I have unintentional amounts of fucking saliva from the kid in my system because he yeah. in the keto first. And this child loves you. Like he, as soon as he sees you, he comes and he wrestles you to the floor, which isn't that yeah. hard. We're already on the floor. When I'm when I'm not on my computer chair doing these podcasts, I'm sitting on the floor out in my living room, probably playing video games or on YouTube or something like that. And when this kid comes in, he just sees me and is all like ah! like runs up to me and tackles me to the fucking floor like i mean i'm already on the floor but he like he tackles me and i hate it do i need to buy you a helmet for those occasions i mean i'm disabled i should have a helmet regardless but i would you know what that's it i gotta get you a fucking helmet and we gotta get pictures of you on the floor and then i gotta like put the fucking um football theme music behind it and fucking get you like fucking going to bust some fucking heads there. What if we uh <laughs> I can't see what the problem. We, I have to hit it. What if we put a helmet on me and had Berlia shoot like a, a, a fifteen to thirty second clip of me just like with a football in my hand like yeah. and then yeah, have, have the music please, have the football please music God, do it. Please do it. But have the football music in the background playing, but also have like an old clip of John Madden, like mm-hmm. to the, the football field and forward or some shit. Like that. No, I'll have I'll have I'll have Aaron do a fucking because Aaron loves to do like um, impressions and stuff. I'll have him do an impression of Madden doing a fucking play call of the cripple and the fucking yeah. Please. Now here we go, cripple Cody is rolling around like a fucking retard. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> if, Aaron, if Aaron does this, I swear to Christ, he better use socially unacceptable words. Like he can't, he can't make himself censored if he if he does. Crippled this. son of a bitch. Crippled son of a bitch. Or do you think we should go worse than crippled son of a bitch? Is it possible to go worse than crippled son of a bitch? Call me a retard. If he doesn't call me a retard, I'm gonna be disappointed in that fact. Okay, then we will. We will. <laughs> And you know what? Let's get on the subject of Aaron real quick because I said this in private the other day. I'm going to say it publicly. Aaron, <laughs> I know you're celebrating. <laughs> what is it? Uh, your 20 year anniversary. Not the fuck up. Aaron, I know you celebrated your 20th anniversary with your beautiful wife. I mean, she's not as beautiful as Jess is, but still, I'll take her if the lights are off. But regardless. Oh, it, shit. You, uh, Aaron. Okay, Aaron. I want to know a. How much did you weigh on your wedding day? Wait, I can't mute myself because I don't. Oh wait, no. You still come through. That's right. You're separate. Okay. (laughs) All right. Go ahead. I'm sorry. As I was saying, Aaron Poe. I want to know how much did you weigh on your wedding day? And how much do you weigh now? And furthermore, if you piss your wife off to the point where she slaps you, does she slap your first chin or your second chin? That's what I want to know. And if you have the guts, motherfucker, respond to me on the next episode of Near Do Wells, motherfucker. 
Actually, they have Rabbit and Red this Tuesday, so we can reply if to you. If you have a guts, motherfucker, respond to me on next week's episode of Rabbit and Red, motherfucker. Oh, fuck. And you know, I have a picture. I have a picture that Geraldine sent me because he lost his car keys and he went through like a mad rampage through the house to try to find the keys. And I have a picture that she sent me. And if I would have fucking thought about it, if I knew we were going to bring him up tonight, I would have put it in studio so, you know, we could have showed his his handiwork. Um, but I don't imagine, have it in studio right now. Could you just imagine Mr. Stay Puff Aaron Poe himself waddling around his house? Where are my keys? Whoa, hold it! <laughs> Where are my keys? Oh, God, it's the fucking trip <laughs> over the furniture! Where are my keys? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he plays Cool Hand Luke on on his podcast shows, but as soon as the fucking the, the record button goes off, he's a son of a bitch. I'm telling you all right now. Like you mean whatever, son of a bitch, like, like a mean like a mean one. I heard that man only gets his creativity to do artwork when after he beats women. <laughs> Can you confirm? <laughs> I mean, I can't confirm, but maybe someone else can. <laughs> Ooh. Ooh. Well, I hey, we're just joking. For anyone who thinks this shit serious, it's not. Aaron does not beat on women, but it'd be funny if he fucking was that type of guy. Like, it's like that guy, he comes off, and he is. He's a super sweet man, right? Like, he uh, he's a very good guy. But it, wouldn't it be really fucked up and funny if he was one of those like psychopath types where he he just flips on a switch during the podcast, but then as soon as it goes off, like, all right. My beer better be in my fucking head in 30 seconds, woman, or else you gon' get it. Can't put no more bruises on the children, so I put some on you, bitch. (laughs) Well, on that note, I have to show this picture. I have to show this. Do you see this? It says... Victoria's Secret just hired their first model with Down syndrome. Not even, not even going to lie. I'd probably tap that. And afterwards, if she doesn't want to swallow, I'll just come on a window and let nature take its course. That's fucking great. You know, for having Down syndrome, she's not ugly. Do, do you want to? I actually have a clip from the Anthony Cumia show that I pulled weeks ago, and I was going to play it on here. Should I play it right now? Yeah, because otherwise you'll keep telling me in private that you want to eventually play it on a show, so play it. Okay. Yeah, well, he's, I'm, not, I'm not trying to offend anybody, but this may use some offensive language. That's all I'm going to say. So just roll with it and take it as funny because that's what I did. Here it is. Yes, Down Syndrome. A Down Syndrome Victoria's Secret model, ladies and gentlemen. I'm not kidding you. I am not fucking kidding you. She's a real. <laughs> Pat Dixon is sitting there, and and he literally just goes, "She's a retard." Yeah, Pat. She's a retard. More so than just regular girls. You know, I joke about fucking retards all the time, but I mean, yeah, I would yeah. do that. Would oh you? Oh my god. Would you? Well, that's the question. Would you? Now let's look at this for a moment. Um, you know, mm. uh, not into the toned biceps. 
Well, she's working out so she can be on, uh, you know. <laughs> you already know my answer. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Oh, I know I your answer is yes. You're one of the pretty ones. I'm saying the other Victoria's Secret. Oh, oh boy. Mistress just got really now. angry. Because you're looking at other ones and judging. Well, she's also like, am I a man to you? And I'm like, no, no. Because of her jaw, her handsome jaw. She's very like. Yeah, yeah. So the the new Victoria's Secret model is Down syndrome. The girl has Down syndrome, right? <laughs> Look at Gavin. I love it. Yes, Gavin. Yes. And the controversy here is can't exaggerate anymore. You can't. I was gonna like. What if I said a joke? What is it? A retard? <laughs> yes. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Dumb titties ain't wait, retarded. Wait, okay. Now we want to fuck a retard? Yes. Isn't that bad? Yes. Isn't that like fucking a kid? That's the whole controversy here. That's the controversy. They're like, does this, is this sexualizing a person that might not even know what they're sexual? <laughs> <laughs> now that's a Go to the picture before. You're like, ah, that's, that's after like a shitload of drinks. But earlier in the night, go to the next one. That's who you walked up to. <laughs> Yeah, fuck it. Dude, you left with a fucking retard last night. No way. I did not. Dude, no fucking way. Yeah, are, those are we supposed to fuck them? I don't think we're supposed to fuck, fuck. them. If this is a Victoria's <laughs> Secret model, we are supposed to be somehow yes. turned on yeah. by it. Like It can't be a cat or a goat or oh a baby, right? I'm waiting to see what crawls out of the water that's smarter than her. <laughs> It's got anything, by the way. <laughs> Seaweed. If, if it was a if, <laughs> if it was a seven-year-old, you'd go, wait a minute, that's fucked up. Victoria's right. Secret is sexual, it's lingerie. Yes. No one wants to fuck a seven-year-old. That's wrong. I love that. I I I just I love it. You know, I mean, it, that girl, uh, she's not ugly. Like, yes, you no, can tell. You can immediately tell she has Down syndrome, but I don't think that it's wrong that she's a Victoria's Secret mom. See, they're calling her a retard, but she only has Down syndrome, correct? Right. But, I mean, again, I don't know to the level of... of, of... See, the thing is, I, I, I get that, that people want to be equal and, and shit with things. I understand that. But the thing is, like... Cognitive wise, you don't know what they understand and what they don't well, understand. But here's the thing though if she had a lower level uh, form of, of Down syndrome and she understood what she was signing up for, I don't see a problem with that. But I do agree that if she had a more severe uh, form of, of Down syndrome and she wasn't understanding, it was more so her parents signing her up. Indeed, yeah, I, I think Victoria's Secret was in the wrong for that. As far as what those guys were saying, I'm going to be honest, it was funny to me. I know Jess is a little heated about it. That's cool. Um, and yeah, they were taking it too far. What is that show? Is that recent? That's, um, no, that's that's um, Anthony Cumia. He's on, he's on his own network. It's, <clears throat> it's behind a paywall. Oh. Uh. So he, uh, what do you call it? He. Um, That's how he hasn't gotten canceled. No, he's on a he's on a paywall, so you have to pay to listen to that. But I just heard that, and I'm like, you know what? I think that that's that's something good to play on the program. Um, so I pulled it. I and, um, and put uh, Nick's comment up there that last because I I agree with that. 
No. Oh wait, Nick's comment. There we yeah, go. There yeah, and you're right. That that she is. She's a hundred times hotter than anyone those guys will ever get. Probably because those guys are super old, and they probably have some old looking fat bitches that you know. Yeah, I agree with that. And I, I'm not afraid to say it. That girl is pretty for being a Down syndrome a model. That's you know, and I'm not putting her down for that. That's just you know uh, the observation. No, of- I definitely thought that. I definitely thought that they you know, and that's why I said that. You know, it was kind of offensive. So I did want to warn people before, you know. Right. I had pulled that for weeks, and I figured, shit, if I pulled it, we're playing it. I think, I, I yeah, I think tonight's episode was the best opportunity to play that. Like I said, for the record, I, I'm not going to lie. I kind of laughed at some of the comments they were making. But, yes, in all seriousness, um, because that, that can be very, very hurtful, uh, especially what if that girl – hears them say that i know it's behind a paywall but still someone could clip that and send it to her yeah you clipped it exactly so anyone and i think that's where i have the problem it's like you know when you're putting someone down like like that and uh i don't know that it's a fine line you know when i'm saying the shit that i'm saying i do try to keep names out it if i'm saying something that's really harsh against people um, and I understand those guys don't do that. I don't know. I'd have to look into more of that guy's stuff to see what I think about them guys. Typically, I like really offensive stuff like that. Yeah, they are. They 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 can be. I mean, a lot of their stuff is is really, you know, it's not it's it's not it's not horrible. That you know might have taken it uh, too far, but you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Man. Yeah, it's funny because this is actually one of my long time long time friends. I didn't even know Daryl paid attention, but they yeah, uh, Daryl just subscribed tonight, I believe. Oh, thank you, Daryl. Uh, thank for supporting my show. Rah, rah, rah. Let's go back to strip. That Daryl used to be my strip club buddy. Really? Yeah, he never once asked me for any gas money. We would just go to strip. I'd go for entertainment. Oh. He'd one. He'd he'd be a horny motherfucker. Be like, well, Cody, I think I'm gonna get me a blue job from one of these whores. I'm like, well, good luck. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. What you just said, we got to back, back it up for a fucking Daryl, call us. Number up on the Daryl, call us so we can talk about our the old days. I back where it was. 7839. Call that number. Actually, the number is up. Hold on. Wait. I'll go one further. Where the fuck is my thing here? Hold on. Um, I missed you, Daryl. I called him up a few months ago to ask him for help, but he couldn't. He was busy, and, he, and that's okay. I don't blame him. Daryl, call us. We can talk. But, uh, yeah, there it is. 215-240-7839. Call us right now. Call us right now. Hit that like button, like Lenny said, and call us right now. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> It's so funny. Um, like I do. No, PP girl. No, I'm kidding. For the last couple of months, I have had a couple of random friends get a hold of me. And it's like, oh, hey, I clicked on your show for a few minutes. Actually, my friend Josh uh, told me a few weeks ago. He said, hey, I clicked on. Wait a minute. I'm sorry. It wasn't Josh. It was my uh, Mike. Well, we have a we have a call. Tell the story in a second. Hello. Hello. Yo. 
Hey, Jerry, it's my fucking Daryl. It's my friend. How are you? <laughs> good, you? Pretty good, man. God damn, I haven't heard from you in months, and it, it's pretty weird. We're catching up now on my show. This is my show. Yeah. I can say whatever I want on this show. Yeah, post on Facebook, so I figured I'd, uh, you know, subscribe. Yeah, see, my buddy Mike's doing a little dance for you at the moment. You see that? That's that's pretty cool. I got to stand up. I'm on my knees. Oh, okay. Anyway. No, I'm on the phone with y'all. Oh, that, that's true. Okay, well, take my word for it. Cripple, he doesn't understand. Yeah, no, Daryl's not crippled. Yeah, we all know that. No, you're crippled, idiot. Oh, okay, I'm crippled. Yeah, you're right. So, Daryl, uh, what I wanted to go down memory lane with is you were actually the, I think, you were one of the very first people that was like, yeah, let's go to the strip club like once a month or once every other. What was it? Was we going once a month? Yeah, there for a while we were going once a month, and then I think we started going like once a week almost. <laughs> You're right. They're there for a little bit. We once were... a week. Hey, hey, I was. I, I, had, I had money to spend back then, okay? Now. Um, you must have, because that gets expensive. Well, okay, but let me explain. But let me explain. Back then, me and Daryl wasn't actually going, we weren't going to the Diamond Lodge. We were going to a, a club called Headliners. That's in Greenville, PA. And oh, yeah. at headliners, at headliners, you would pay a $15 entrance fee, which is kind of expensive. But what I liked about it is I could go in there and drink, uh, what was it? Fruit punch. You could drink free drinks in there, non-alcoholic free drinks uh, with the admission price. So we'd go in there. I think it was there for a while. We were going in there every week because you had a good paying job, job at the time. So we would just go. Um, and I wouldn't even go in there to spend a bunch of money. I would maybe bring 20 or $40 with me each week, and I would just pay my way in and drink a bunch of fruit punch. And if, if one of the girls came up to us, I'd let Daryl buy a dance with her first, and then he'd come back and let me know yay or nay, and then that would let me know if I wanted to spend my last 20 fucking dollars on the whore. Right. I had to test the waters. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> What is my man? What has been new with you lately? I what are you working now or what are you doing these days? No, I'm still on disability. Oh, okay. Well, okay. You know, working. Yeah, got it. Um, where are you living now? I, I know your grandma passed away recently, right? Yeah, yeah, I got her house. Oh shit! That's, yeah, that's I'm living on three hundred five now. You know. Okay, awesome. That uh, that house is nice. It's nicer than my house. Yeah, it it's nice. It's coming along. I've been doing a lot of work to it, you know, trying to get everything up to date, you know. Yeah, you you do, and all that. you do that type of work? Yeah, I mean, I enjoy it. Okay. Well, uh I I can't right now, but one of these cuz see one of these days I'm going to have to buy a I don't know people have been telling telling me to buy a steel roof or what is it? Is it steel? Is it metal roof? What is it? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, it's a steel roof. Yeah, and because uh, you know I have problems with uh, water leaking through my my ceiling, and I'm trying to get on a program. Yeah, I'm trying to get on a program that's going to help me pay for this. Um, but some people have been telling me for the last like year or so that instead of doing a traditional 
brick by brick, you know, roof, uh, that I should go with a steel roof because I guess it's cheaper. Do you? Is it cheaper? Do you know? It is. It is, and it actually lasts a lot longer too in the long run. Right. I think they're uh, rated for like ten or fifteen years, if not longer. Right. And and I heard that something between like three and five grand is all I'd have to pay out probably for the size of my house. I don't know. Yeah, I'm not a hundred percent sure, but that sounds about right. Yeah. Um, I'm trying. You know, there's there's these programs. Um, so I I don't know if you remember me telling you this, but like, because my property in my house, it's still in my dead grandparents' name. So. I've been trying to get it out of their name and into my name so I can get on the waiting list for these programs. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I, my mom doesn't live here no more. I, I kicked her out back in 2016 when she went to prison. <laughs> I'll go ahead and say why she, she went to prison for uh, drugs as she did multiple drug possession charges. And then she would go to, court and say, well, your honor, I, I can't go to jail. I got a handicapped son to take care of, you know, and that shit, <laughs> that shit only worked for so long, you know, that, that, and then they finally put her in jail and it's like, well, I'm on my own now. And the best thing that could happen to me, because I, I needed to learn what life was like without mommy. And uh, I think I've been doing pretty good the last few years. So that's good. I mean, yeah. your dad's still living there or no? Uh, he is. Um, he just kind of, you know, same old, same old. Just kind of sticks to him, stays to himself upstairs and just drinks a lot like he always right. did. Me and him get along for the most part. For the most part, me and him get along. We The only arguments or fights that we have is just about the thermostat because my house isn't properly insulated. So, you know, I'm I'm laying down on the floor and I'm cold because there's a draft coming in through the windows but he, you know, heat rises and he's upstairs burning his ass off. And I understand, but geez, like we, you know, I pay all the bills around here now. And it's like, now well, at the end of the day, my, I'm going to put the thermostat on what I want to put it on, you know? So. Hell yeah. Just That's don't right. freak upstairs. Just be naked and walk around naked. I don't cover no, it. I, no. See that shit. No. Well, he's upstairs. Nobody will see it. But but he eventually has to come downstairs. downstairs. Oh well, we'll, yeah. we'll get him like a speedo or something to wear to cover, Mister Johnson. Yeah. Now listen to this. I got a story for everybody. Very first birthday party that Daryl came to. Let's talk about that. I think it was my seventeenth birthday because I, me and Daryl have known each other for a really long time. We had the most diverse cast of people at my party that day, and. We had we had two people by the name of Dan and Selena at my party. Now this ain't bullshit, and Daryl can back this story up. They, at one point throughout my party, Dan and Selena got into some sort of verbal altercation, and it turned into Selena trying to slap Dan. I think she got a couple of hits. I think she was actually trying to punch him in the face. Now that I'm thinking about it, and. She got a couple good ones then. Yeah, she got a couple of good ones on him, and I shit you not, somehow he got her down on her knees, picked her up powerbomb style, and literally powerbombed her on my floor. Yeah. Yep, it sure happened. 
he called it a feather bomb because he said, well, I didn't slam her down hard. I just kind of let go. It's a feather bomb. But yeah, <laughs> he fucking powerbombed her right on my floor. And it got everybody fighting. Like, you got to remember, this was the mid-2000s, I think. So, like, at that point, like, you imagine that shit happens now. And if someone videotaped that, the rest of his life would be fucked, you know? Uh, how, how, could, how could you powerbomb a woman, you woman-beating son of a bitch? And, and it wasn't okay. You know, he shouldn't have done that. But at the same time, Selena shouldn't have been trying to punch him in the fucking face. So, I don't know. No. Right, but yeah, we went through that day, and uh, it was so funny because Daryl, back then, you, your your face would get super red when uh, you know when you'd be embarrassed or nervous or something like that. <laughs> I'd look over at you, and you were sweating your ass off, and you were like, you had to take your hoodie off or something, <laughs> and and your face was just so fucking red, and you, it, it, I couldn't yeah. tell. I was literally pissed off that he fucking hit a woman. I was getting ready to kill his ass. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, but the thing is, Dan was, you were probably like five something, and Dan was almost like seven foot tall. So he probably would have ate you up if he, you know. I would have still attempted it, though. But it's funny thing is, now nowadays, you're Buffy. You know, you're real beefy and Buffy. You could probably kill them at your the size you are now. Let's uh, let let's um, let's talk about for a minute our our old buddy Matt. You remember him? Matt. Yeah, Matt Carlton. Remember him? Yeah, I remember him. Now that guy, I've talked to him recently. I know you kind of severed ties with him a long time ago, but I talked to him recently. He pulled in a favor for me. I uh, this time last year, I had a couch in my house that ended up getting bed bugs in it. And I had to get uh, I had to get Orkin in here to clean up my house, which they did. And I got the couch out. Well, I had to have Matt and his father, uh, you know, come in and get the couch and and carry it out and basically take it for me. They dumped it in a in a dumpster somewhere, and I, I appreciated that. I think I gave them like fucking sixty bucks to do that for me. Um, now I tell you, dude, like Matt. He he's nothing of what he used to be when he was younger, and I don't I don't know if I mean that as a good thing or a bad thing because like he's a super religious like skinny man now. He comes in like, hey brother, it's all about the good Lord and Jesus Christ Himself, brother. You know, and and back in the day, he wasn't like that at all. Like he went through some no, shit. Yeah, like he he. That's what I liked about him back then. He would just go off the handles and say whatever the fuck he wanted and. But at the same time, he wasn't a, a good person back then. You know, I, I think he stole off of you, right? He stole off of me. Did some shit to you. Yeah, he and I'm about to go into that shit. So the reason why I had to have Matt stop coming around here is because at that time he was into the older women and he was trying to fuck my mom. And I he 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 he, he told someone that he did. And but he told me that he didn't. I, he definitely that, told me that he did. Yeah, he's he told a few people that he fucked my mom. And it's a funny thing is, is back then I cared, and back then I was all like rah rah rah, you don't fucking interfere in my parents' relationship. Nowadays I wouldn't give a fuck. That's that's the funny thing is, but uh, yeah, he was getting really weird, and I had to eventually 
tell him to stop coming around, you know, he, and the thing is he would want to come over and spend the night, you know, on the nights that my dad was drunk and passed out. So he could hang out with my mom in the kitchen and all that shit. And I was like, what the fuck, dude? Like, you know? my mom's gross. like why she was even gross back then. Like, why would you want that? Like Jesus Christ. But right, um, that's pretty much why I cut ties with him, dude. Cause he was like, he was creepy, dude. Like he started getting creepy. Yeah, he was weird. Um, I I might catch some heat for telling this story, but uh, our our fi- our uh, mutual buddy back then, Mike Thompson, who also uh, pays attention to the show from time to time, that uh, he told me a story about this one day he was hanging out with Matt, and Matt. So I guess I don't know if Matt whipped his dick out at Mike, and Ooh. and said, yeah, he 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 tried to play some fag games, you know. And, and I'll tell you this, he he did it in front of me, too, one time. He whipped his dick out, and he goes, Hey, brother, you ever seen a frog belly before? And I'm like, what? And he fucking, he's got his half pudge out of it. I'm like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? And he was hard? I think he was, yeah. Porn right there, because as soon as you show somebody a, a, a hard dick, that's porn. <laughs> oh, really? Is it? Yeah, that constitutes porn. Oh, okay. So as long as the camera, anytime you yeah, anytime you see a dick in a movie, it has to be soft. If it's hard, then it's automatically X-rated. Oh, is that what it is? Okay, yeah. I didn't even know that. I didn't fucking know that. That is but that I, is how it works. When I turned around and seen was as he called it a frog belly, I was not thinking about making a porn with him. I was thinking about telling him to leave. Well, and then the thing is, he could have raped me if he wanted to. At that point, he could have done that. But he didn't. Would he, oh, but do you think he would? So wait, is he gay, or did he just no. do it just to do it? I mean, uh, Daryl, do you think? I definitely Matt- honestly think that he uh, was bi because he tried some shit with me too, and I mean, I, I believe Cody knows the story. Yeah. Um, and and we're I don't think we're gonna get into that story, but yeah, he uh he really he was weird, and. and and like I said, I'm not trying to say like he was an evil person or anything like that. He just had a different mind setting at, at, at that age group. Like we're talking like late teens, early twenties ish, mm-hmm. and uh, none of us had girlfriends at the time. I still don't have a girlfriend. I'll never have that. But oh, Daryl, you got any women in your life right now? Hell no, dude. I'm single. Oh, okay. Well, hey, um, I've been checking out. It's out of stock right now, but Fleshlight's got this uh, universal launch pussy thing, and it, I'm gonna get it first, and you can't use mine, of course, because that'd be gay. But I'm gonna get mine first. If it works out, if it makes me fucking come, I'll let you know, and uh, you can buy one for yourself. That way, you don't need any bitches. If it does work, if it does, yeah, it might not work for me. I got a pencil dick. Remember, I it might not work yeah, for but me. There's gotta be, there's gotta be a, um, you know, a ju- um, some. There's got to be some way you can adjust, you know. Lonesome Lenny learned something tonight. <laughs> I mean, at least we're giving somebody an education. I approve. Yeah. So, Daryl, before we let you go, I, I, I always have to ask people this question because, you know, this is Tales from the Crips. It's about disabled people and all that. Let's go back real quick to the high school days because we met in high school, I believe, right? Yeah, yeah we sure did. What, what, were you ever nervous being around disabled people back then? I mean, you can be honest. I ain't gonna, like, what did you think of us disabled people back then? 
Honestly, I mean, shit, I never really had a problem with, you know, disabled people. I mean, you know, my grandfather was in a wheelchair for the longest time, you know, so, I mean, I helped care for him, you know. That's right. I forgot about that. It didn't really bother me. I felt more, you know, uh, I guess the word I'm looking for is more, like, fit in with, like, people with disabilities and, you know, people without disabilities. Right. I mean, at the end of the day, people with disabilities are going to usually be more open-minded, you know, about your, you know, other people. So. Right. Yeah. We um, are an inclusive bunch. So, what was you going to say, Daryl? Uh, I was just going to say, so no, I, I have no issue with disability people. Right. That's good. I, I, that's what I always thought, but you know, I just had to ask, uh, cause it could, you know, it stuff like that's super interesting to me, like to find out what people's initial reactions to disabled people are versus what their reaction is nowadays. Um, Daryl, is it safe to say that I haven't changed much in the last 20 years of us knowing each other? It's definitely safe to say that. <laughs> oh, excuse me. What no, the hell was that? That was a nor nose orgasm. Oh, because that's the thing. That's the thing. Like people usually change over the years, and they soften up, and the, you know, it's like they're a shell of who they used to be. And I, I can't do that to myself. I had a dark sense of humor back in high school. I have a dark sense of humor now. I, I, I always said socially unacceptable things back then. I sure as shit say socially unacceptable things nowadays. You know, and I, I don't care. That's just the way it is. Now I'm gonna tell one last story, and then we're gonna. Huh? I said, yep. Yeah. Um, I'm going to tell one last story involving Daryl, and then we're going to go ahead and let him go for the night. So back in high school, we had this setup to where, you know, there was a lot of handicapped kids in one class, and there was only really like two teachers. So we needed help. So what the teachers would do is they would, they would hire – yeah, Daryl's laughing because he already knows the fucking story I'm going to tell – they would go into like, you know, um, uh, study halls and they would pick out certain people, uh, certain kids, other kids to, to come in and be aides for us and like help us out and all that. And looking back on it, Daryl, you remember we had an influence on on what people would be picked uh, by the teachers. We, and looking back on it, they shouldn't have allowed us to do that. They should have picked who they thought would be good. But instead, we were like, right. oh, right. pick that girl. Pick this girl. Don't pick the dudes. Pick the girls. So we would get a lot of girls that that we we, we only wanted them in our classroom because we had secret crushes for them. That that's pretty much all. But anyway, we had this girl. I'm good to look at. Yeah, we had this girl in our class helping as an aide. Her name was Ivy. I think it was it Ivory or Ivy. I think it was just Ivy. Ivy. Yeah. That sounds stripper name. Yeah, it does. And back then, probably not now, but back then, she could have been a stripper. She was hot back then, I thought. <laughs> and, you know, she had, she had a sister named Sierra. They were both they were both fucking hot back then. But Ivy was okay. But anyway, um, so Ivy was a little firecracker. Like, she was the type of person to um, just say what's on her mind, and sometimes her mouth would get her in trouble and that kind of stuff. I don't remember, and Daryl, you'll have fill in a little bit of gap here, but uh, there was this one day 
her and Daryl got into some sort of verbal scuffle about something. And, and out of nowhere, Daryl's all pissed off. His face gets all red because, you know, that's when you know Daryl's getting hot and heated about something. And he just looks at Ivan. He goes, you slut. <laughs> what the? Yeah, like just out loud. Yeah. She turned around and she cold clocked me right upside the fucking face. Yep. I couldn't believe, like, and, and she should have gotten in trouble for that. Like, but instead, you got in trouble for calling her a slut. That's not yep. fair. Yeah, no, she got, she continued to be allowed to be a, a, an aide in our classroom, even though she cold cocked Daryl upside the head. And Daryl got in all kinds of trouble just because he called her a slut. Well then, you know what? I would, I would have, I would have shown her this. What? Eat your nuggets. They're not that hot. The nuggets. Okay, I'll have. We'll have to show Daryl that one later because he's not on the. He's not looking at the screen right now. You get a chance, Daryl. Go to the hour and twenty-three minute mark of the show. You'll you'll enjoy it. Yeah, it's a meme. Right. It's a dis disability meme. But anyway, um, yeah. So that you know that. Looking back on it, Ivy was a slut. I think she was obviously fucking the, the jocks. She was fucking the football players, and then you know she didn't care about us disabled people. She was just trying to get extra credit on her you know, social studies or whatever the fuck it was. Well, right. But well, you uh, guys were like a social project. Hmm? You, know, you guys were like a social project because she crippled. Yeah, yeah, we were a social project. Um. Shit, Daryl, can you think of any other wild stories we could tell on the store on the show that you're comfortable with telling before we let you go? Oh shit. I don't I honestly don't know, dude. There's so many of them. Yeah. I was thinking about I was thinking about going down the road <laughs> and telling the whole Nina story, but I don't know if you want to go down that road. <laughs> Nina. <laughs> now Nina also sounds uh, like a stripper. Nina the stripper. No, Nina was the biggest fucking whore any of us ever met. Oh, Nina the whore. Yeah, and she didn't even spell her name proper. It, it wasn't N-I-N-A. It was N-E-E-N-A. What? That's neat. Oh, are you sure she wasn't special? Because that's the way a special person would spell it. I think. Well, looking back on it, I she probably was special in the head, for sure. Um, <laughs> Maybe she was a McNugget. Yeah. Uh... No, basically, Nina was this girl that ran roughshod through all of my friends, and unfortunately, Daryl was a victim of that as well. But hey, you got some good pussy out of it, though, right? Roughshod mean? I don't understand. Yeah, of course. She she slept with all my friends. She slept with about a half dozen of my friends throughout the time I, I knew her. I don't understand how that's a roughshod. Roughshod? Like money shot? Yeah, she kind of just ran roughshod throughout all my friends. That yeah. doesn't make sense. Did she did she run through you or she didn't take you? No, uh, uh, eventually I got the fucker. Uh, Daryl, that's an exclusive. I don't know if you knew that ahead of time, but yeah, I eventually talked Nina into fucking me for money. So uh, yeah, that's what oh happened. yeah. I, I did hear about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and she was great. No, I'm not. I mean, she was an expensive whore, but she was great. And uh, yeah, but. Before I figured out that that would work with the money issue, um, she was running rough shot through my friends. And it was bad because Daryl here 
that's with us on the phone. She, he was, you were emotionally caught up with her back in the day. Like she was the girl that you wanted to be with there for a while. And yeah. Yeah. And I hate to say it, but like she was using you as a rebound, uh, for, for Josh, you know, know. and what was it? It was like on your fucking birthday that she informed you like, well, I'm going to go back to Josh. Sorry. Happy birthday. It's like, what the fuck? Yeah, yeah, that was my birthday gift. Yeah. Like what what Dude, I tell you this, I haven't talked to her since 2019. I I just completely stopped talking to her. Yeah, it's probably been 2019 since I last talked to her too, but it was right. good while it lasted, you know. Yeah, I mean, and damn, she sucks dick like a fucking porn star. That's for goddamn sure. But uh Now can we talk at all about how she caused a huge fallout between you and your brother, or would you rather leave that one out? Oh, dude, I, I'd love to share that with everyone. Okay, well, do you want to go ahead and tell that story, or do you want me to? Well, you lived it. Yeah, you lived it. yeah go ahead. All right, so uh, we were, we were uh, broke up at the time, and we were, uh, you know, trying to work things out i would say well we were i was living out in mentor at the time and uh working with my stepbrother at freon a mechanics shop out there in cleveland and uh we were all drinking tequila and shit and she ended up going upstairs with my brother well my stepbrother at the time so what had happened was you know i walked upstairs and I, I believe I ripped her off of him. And then they ended up coming downstairs. And me and my stepbrother got in a huge argument. I ended up punching him in the nose, broke his fucking nose. Oh, shit. Ended up quitting, quitting the job and all this shit. And yeah, it was a good time. <laughs> so just to back up real quick, she was... At this moment, before this night happened, she was razzling and dazzling Daryl just a little bit uh, all over again, making him think that there was going to be a thing between them two all over again. That's how that was. And then, yeah, like Daryl said, right. she, she goes over there. They're all having a good time drinking. Daryl's thinking that, yeah, me and Nina are finally reconnecting. And then, yeah, next thing you know, they go up, them two go upstairs, and Daryl goes up there and finds his own stepbrother fucking this girl that was supposed to be wow right like well, this girl had no morals she had no at the time i mean maybe she's a good person now i don't know but at the time she had no morals and no like limits on that shit like Let's track her down she's not because she was still with my stepbrother and i fucked her again yeah <laughs> and and let's just make this clear she ended up staying with his stepbrother and had a fucking kid with his stepbrother. Ooh. Yeah. Wow. And then after the kid was born, how long after she was born would you say they finally divorced? And Because they got married, too. They got fucking married. Yeah. Yeah, they got married. I think I was in prison at the time. And, uh, uh, fuck. Yeah. Uh, I think it was 2011. Yeah. Yeah, something like that. She was young. She was she wasn't old or anything. The baby, it was probably she was probably like I don't know, maybe a year. And they got yeah. divorced. Yeah, I think that was it. And 
honestly, because I heard stories from both of them, and I, I think they were both just toxic for each other, honestly. Um, and I think Shane was a part of that too. Like, I, I think he just got miserable being with Nina, and they just, they, I think they were getting drunk and fighting with each other, if, if I remember correctly. And I don't know. I just, and I told her for months, I was like, you should have listened to me. You, I told you not to do what you did to Daryl. Don't fuck him over. I told her that from all the way from back when she met you at my Halloween party back in, I think that was 07. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. So, but I'll tell you this, and Daryl, you can attest to this. Greatest smelling pussy I ever had in my face. Like that girl. She could, she made you feel like she was going to suck your soul out your cock. Like she was probably the best fucking lay I have ever gotten. Or sh- I should say, I've ever paid for squeeze it. Your dick. Like, <laughs> squeeze your dick. Like literally squeeze it. Oh, yeah. She was amazing. Wasn't an amazing human being, but she was amazing in bed. I've experienced that for so long. Like where you just squeeze. Like I want them to break it the fuck off. Yeah, okay. I don't want no girl to break off my dick, but all right. I mean, I um, just, I, I want her to, like, break it so I could feel pain and just know what it feels like to, like, really fucking get in there. Oh, great. Yeah, no, that's a great <laughs> idea. Anyway, Daryl, I appreciate that you called in. Man, I miss you. We gotta, we gotta hang out one of these days. We sure do, man. You still got the same number, right? Yeah, still got the same number. Just make sure you get a hold of me on the phone before you head over. That's that's all I ask. Well, yeah, of course. Um, but yeah, I don't know why you're beating dick or something. Well, I mean, I usually don't jerk off to the middle of the night, and I'm usually not getting laid until the middle of the night if I do get laid at all. It depends on what I want to do with my money for the month. But that's neither here nor there. But um, I I pretty much do the same thing as I was because it, it's been I think has it been almost two years since you've been over here. Yeah, yeah, it's it's been a little while. You know, I had yeah. some issues and shit. Finally, got my life together. And... Yeah, and I'm happy for you on that. I'm not going to get into all that, but I'm I'm glad that you turned your life around for the better and gotten really good with things. That's good. Um, get a hold of me, man. Get a hold of me in a couple of weeks here or something, and uh, maybe we'll go out to a restaurant like we used to do. I still don't tip at restaurants because again, I don't change, so I'm not going to. You can tip if you want. I'm not going to tip. No, all right. Yeah, it sounds good, bro. All right, man. Thank you for calling in. You call me on my house phone here in a couple of weeks. We'll make some plans, buddy. All right. Take care. All right, buddy. See you later. Later. Bye. All right. And we will be right back. Yeah, we will. Looking for all your favorite B-movies in one place? Look no further than B-Movie TV exclusively on Roku. We've got action, horror, sci-fi, sleaze, and independent wrestling. Plus, exclusive hosted shows like Friday Night Action, Saturday Night Terrors, Merry Death Subbed and Dubbed Horror Fest, Sci-Fi Sideshow, and Pervy the Clown Show. So get in on all the craziness that is B-Movie TV. I'm trying to, you know, put ads into the... uh program i'm waiting on one um jess is gonna do one for her uh little business thing and i'm gonna put that in you know on shows too but that's my plan so i'm gonna have to look i'm gonna have to check out that pervy the clown show that that sounds interesting yeah it should be interesting um by the way while we while you were talking 
I was able to put that picture in studio that Geraldine sent me of Aaron's uh, handiwork on the sofa. All right, let's see so it. Let's let's pull that up and uh, take a look at it here. You think Aaron's gonna get mad at us for showing this? Oh my god! Now look at what that fucker did. He literally lifted up. The, I mean that that's that's pretty good strength for a Texan right there, don't you think? Well, he's super fat, so of course he's gonna be able to do that. Well, yeah, yeah, I don't think that that would mean that he'd be able to lift. I mean that 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 sofa is like. And now, do you do you feel that he cut the bottom of that looking for the keys? Well, what did okay? Some did he think that the keys fell in the cushion and then they are underneath that? Or I mean, yeah, uh, I mean, I'm trying to look at the bottom, and I wish that this was like a football thing, a, a telestrator, and I had like a little thing that I could mark up the the area with. But I don't, unfortunately, at this point. Um, I'm I'm looking and looking at it. It doesn't look like it has like a sofa bed. Right. But, so how did he think the keys fell in there? That's what I'm thinking. Maybe he just thought that there was like a little like piece or maybe like they could have just like slid through a little hole. I don't know. And he really like took something and fucking dude, he really, like he mutilated that couch. He mutilated it. Look at it. Do you it's think mutilated. Do you think that this caused a huge fight between him and his wife? Um, it had I mean, to have. it had to have. I mean, let 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 let's just ask you the question. If okay, so let, let's pretend that I'm Aaron, I'm crippled Aaron, and you're crippled um, Gerilyn. So, if I, and I say this because you have you have better um, vocal range to be a woman, so. <laughs> So imagine if I came in with all my crippled strength and I fucking threw that couch up and fucking sliced the bottom of it. Like just opened it the fuck up. Like literally did surgery on it. Look at like look at what I did to that fucking couch to make it that way. Look at that. Look at that. I'm looking at it. I mean I that, that's like a that's like a rage fucking sl- like he's fucking getting like fucking Freddy Krueger or Zorro or some shit. I can like, hear him the way he talks probably when he's angry. Like God damn it, I'm gonna find my keys. I know they're in here. God damn it. <laughs> I heard he called like he called like um uh, JT. I believe and there was a whole thing where he you know Tyree called him up like in the morning and he was all. Upset because he lost. Wouldn't it be funny if if Aaron was the conspiracy type and maybe he accused his wife of like stealing his keys and hiding them somewhere? God damn it, Geraldine! I know you took my keys and put them in here, so I'm gonna cut open this couch. Fuck them, I'll cut you open next. (laughs) Did you did you you swallow the keys and then go down to your fucking stomach? Oh my God, Mike! It, it... <laughs> <Yeah>! <laughs> oh, I'm gonna be sick. Mike, is that is that an episode? Is this is are we good? Oh. Is this an episode? Oh for my you? God! I, we've been going for almost an hour and forty. I think we we can't go any higher than than the oh. last ceiling that we set tonight. We had a couple of good people call in. Heard from we a good that I haven't seen in a while. And I'd, I'd say that's a good goddamn episode. 
I mean, that's, I'll tell you what, I'm surprised at the calls we got tonight. I, I really, you know, I, I um, Lenny, thank you so much for calling. Daryl, thank you so much. I mean, really, that yeah. fucking immense gratitude. And everyone that watched Morgan, Jess, um, Nick, um, or 717, because that's what you come up in the chat. Um, 717 Credit Union. T check out Nick's company. It's entertaining. Or, or or hold on, wait, let me, let me, because I have the headset on. 717 coming in for a landing. 717 coming in for a landing. <laughs> 717, are you there? Go over. I'm going to fix your wife. Over. Weird. This is fucking weird because on, look, I'm looking at this and my fucking mouthpiece is on this side. But on the fucking screen, it's here. I see what you're saying. Here, it's like here, like I'm here. Like yeah. I feel like I'm in a fucking reverse fucking world. Don't you feel like that? Um, I don't know. I'm used to it by now, but I, I definitely felt that at the time when I first started this. I have, I have fucking vertigo or something, dude. I don't know. Yeah, thank you again, Daryl, for coming on the show. I miss you, man. I'm looking forward to hanging out with you. Um. Good old times. Stiffen servers on the tips. Um, yeah, you too, Lenny. Thank you for joining us tonight. Uh, hopefully we'll have a maybe maybe we'll try and have a guest on uh, next time for our next episode. I'm not sure what we're what we got planned for the next episode. But we uh, I, me and Rob are hopefully going to be doing um, a crossing the streams episode here before hopefully before the end of the month. Uh, uh hopefully it's fucking happening. Yeah. Well we got fucking happening. We gotta get uh we we gotta get a hold of him pretty soon so we can get that going. But anyway, right. Rob, Rob, if you're still watching, get shirtless and call this motherfucker up. Yeah, um, yeah, um, seven one seven entertainment requests a flyover. I'll fly over there and fuck your wife. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I hate I mean, that. Well, actually, no. He, you, you want to? Oh God. I can't even think about you sitting on her face. We're back to that again. And no, that, I'm not sitting on anybody's face. I, I, no, that's not what I ever said. She, hypothetically speaking, you did say that. Well, okay, I don't understand the go difference by, between hypothetically or what. Go back to the very long cold open to the show, and I never said I was going to sit on Jess's face. I said Jess was going to sit on my face. Oh, that's right. I fucked up. Well, it's like I said, the fucking mouthpiece is here in the video but it's here in real life it has nothing to do with you like here and here here and here and look oh wait yeah see i'm looking at the light but i'm looking here but i'm not looking at the light because the light's here and i'm looking here and then i'm looking over yeah. here but now i'm looking at the light oh, oh wait, no, okay. I'm not. hold I, on okay no i'm not now i'm looking at the light but i'm looking at the light I'm so fucking confused. I can't okay. do this anymore. We'll, we'll leave it up for interpretation after the episode ends. Anyway, that's our show. That's our episode. Thank you to everyone that came into the chat. And special thanks to Lenny and Daryl for coming in on a phone call. That was fucking awesome. I encourage people to call in more often in future episodes. It definitely spices things up a bit. And, uh, Mike, do we want to plug anything before we go off the air? Uh, we do, actually. I believe we have tomorrow night at 8 30 i know 
Uh, Nick put it as 8.30, but I'm going to list it as 8.35 because, you know, I like to give that extra five-minute buffer. So at 8.35 is the premiere episode of his new music podcast, Banded. But I do not um, – I know he had a name for it. I don't have it on me right now, but you'll see that uh, posted on Facebook tomorrow. So check that out tomorrow night at 8.35. Um, uh, Tuesday on Rabbit and Red, we have a guest um, – I believe Heather Harlow will be sitting in, possibly joining um, as the third chair on Rabbit and Red starting this Tuesday um, with guest Frank Farrell, who made, um, or yeah, he produced, I think, and wrote such films as Spookies and uh, Street Trash. Um, really? I've seen both yeah. of them, I believe. Yes. Well, he will be on Rabbit and Red on Tuesday night at. Uh, 9 p.m. Eastern, 8 Central. Um, awesome. uh, Thursday is the premiere of Jess's new show, Beyond the Betty, and I believe... I'll be watching that one. I know you will. And, nope. on that, and well, on that show, I believe that she will be having a guest that is a psychic, and they will be doing live psychic readings and taking call-ins during the show. Oh. I believe we'll get to ask one question to the psychic. Well, goddamn, maybe I should call in and ask a burning question from the inside. And you know what I'm wondering? Will Jess ever sit on my face? <laughs> no, Jesus, no. <laughs> I'm not, Jess, I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't taint your show with my stupidity. Yes, you would. Um, no, so what, um, what was the other, and then, um, you know what I was thinking? Because she knows somebody... You know that 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 psychic and does the psychic stuff. Maybe uh, because we've been talking for years on podcasts about doing a séance and trying to channel the the spirit of Donald Pleasance. Oh my God! Try to get his take on my obsession with him in real life. So maybe um, we could talk to her, and maybe I'll even pay her to come on to Rabbit and Red. And I'll come on as a guest because I can do anything on this network because that's what I do. So I'll come on as a guest. We'll have a seance. And uh, we'll see how Donald feels about me. And maybe I'll cry live on the air for people. Riveting fucking entertainment. That's content right there, folks. And uh, John Rhodes was supposed to do a uh, a show. He decided not to do it. But I will say it. uh, We are in the... We are in the early stages now of negotiations for bringing back um, VHS Life, which is a show that we did um, from 2000 and was it 2015 to like 16 or 2000? I think we did it for like two years. Mm-hmm. There was like 30 some episodes. They're all on the website, but we're thinking about bringing that back. So we're we're in very early. We're in the very very yeah, early stages. With John, with with Rhodes, yes, but he's he's trying to decide whether or not he is too busy to do it once or twice a month. So time. basically, he's got to wait to get uh, his permit permission from his wife. Basically, yeah, we can say that. That that's that's no, I, I'll say whatever the fuck I want. I, he ain't gonna come <laughs> watch. He don't even watch the show. He'll he ain't gonna know. He really doesn't. And then I gotta pull this. Uh, where the fuck is it? Hold on. I have it here somewhere. Uh, my mind is well pull it up. 
Oh yeah, there's wait, uh, wait. No, I didn't want white trash roads, but he popped up anyway. Um, okay, hold on, I don't want that. White trash roads. <laughs> yeah, he looks like Ronnie White from uh, the Rob's voice Halloween. The voice that I gave Aaron earlier, I should have gave that to White Trash Roads. Yeah, going out there in my pickup truck trying to find me some bears to wrestle with, and I gotta ask my wife permission to do a podcast. (laughs) (laughs) You know what? I'm gonna tell him to go to the hour and 47 minute part and just even if if it's the audio version because his goddamn internet can't handle video, but on the audio version, right? Go to 147. Fucking go to 147. And listen to your white trash fucking accent. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and here we go. <laughs> and and before we leave, go check out the Near Dwell store on um Teespring. Um I'm actually trying to move the Rabbit and Red store over from um T Public to Teespring. I gave Aaron that login information. He's supposed to be helping me move that stuff over. I don't think he's done that yet, but I think he's working on it at some point. But the Near Duels have a store on Teespring, so check them out because they have some goodies. Yeah, I like that. Those are good designs. Hey, I was wondering, do you think uh, we could dare both of them to do it, but I, neither one of them got the balls to do it? Wouldn't it be awesome if we could talk either Tyree or Aaron to just casually hang up a confederate flag in their background for one of the episodes and just not even acknowledge it <laughs> you know, and it, it, it's 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 funny because they live in texas they live in texas yet i think neither of them would have the balls to do it yeah i'm not going to repeat what aaron said obviously it was kind of more in private but when we signed off on that one episode that i was a part of with with you guys you know, he loosened up a lot more and he basically admitted like, yeah, I wish I could, you know, full out, flat out say the things that we can say in private on my show. Like, I wish I could be like that on my show. And I told him, like, fucking be like that on your show. Who's going to do what? Who's going to do what? No one's going to do shit. That, that's all there is to it. Rah, rah, rah. We're offended. Cancel them. Can't cancel people who ain't getting paid. You can't. Lenny wants a Slimer t-shirt. You know what, Lenny? I'm going to make sure you get a fucking Slimer t-shirt. You give me your address and I will get you a Slimer t-shirt. Please. Okay, listen, I email gotta, it to me. Yeah, email it to him. I got a unique idea for a Slimer shirt for Lenny. Can we do a graphic where Slimer is falling out of a suicide door on one of those automobiles? Oh, you fucker. <laughs> no, I got, I got a better one. 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 How about a thing? Oh, and... uh Jess is going to talk to the uh, psych. Please, Jess, do talk to the psychic about that because I do want to have a seance and channel Donald Pleasance. Please, that would be a dream come true for me. I will pay her to do it. Please. And you can um, talk to me later about other things, Jess. Yeah. And you're great too, Lenny. We love you. Um, But no, I. so my idea, instead of um, Slimer falling out of a suicide door, here's what we do. <laughs> we have a thing where it's Slimer and Muncher in a car. And then Slimer arranges for the suicide doors to just fly open and pushes fucking Muncher out of the suicide doors in the car. So Slimer survives, but Muncher dies because we'll make sure that Slimer pushes him out at the exact moment that the wheel for the car, the back tire, will run over Muncher's head. So Muncher will die. 
But see, we, you got to remember, this is a shirt for Lenny, and he might not have the same agitation for for wow. money like you. He might, he's probably not even seen the new Ghostbusters movie. Uh, maybe he, he has. He, he, but he shouldn't see it. He yeah. shouldn't see it. Because Slimer, Slimer is the only one we care about. See, I, I'm going to, like, like the only thing that matters, the only thing that matters, hold on. Wait, we're going to get there. The only thing that matters is this. See? Slimer shits out the imposter muncher. Mm-hmm. It actually just, it, no, it actually just looks like Muncher is eating his ass. That's all it really looks like. The top well, one. That's what you would think because that's what you enjoy. You enjoy eating assholes and you think that Muncher enjoys doing the same thing, you sick, disgusting fuck. Okay. Alright. Are you done on your rant that we didn't need to go down the rabbit hole on at the <laughs> two-hour episode are you done it's not two hours it's an hour and 51 minutes at this point. wow if i wouldn't have cut you off we would have reached the two-hour mark anyway thanks again for everyone to join us jess you're beautiful lenny you're equally as beautiful and uh he has seen the ghostbuster movies he and that's he's seen them so hopefully he's seen afterlife and he thought it sucked because muncher is just a fucking slimer ripoff that eats fucking metal fuck you muncher well, i hate you muncher die Fall well, out of the suicide door and die, Muncher. Thank you. We, Have a we, nice day. We will find out on our next episode what Le- uh, Lenny thinks about the Ghostbuster film. So that, let that be a little cliffhanger for you guys. But anyway, that's our show. That's our episode. Thank you for joining us, and we will see you on the next offensive episode of Tales from the Crypt. Reluctantly crouched at the starting line. Engines pumping and thumping in time. The green light flashes. The flags go up. Churning and burning, they yearn for the cup. They deftly maneuver and muscle for rank. Fuel burning fast on an empty tank. Reckless and wild, they pour through the turns. Their prowess is potent and secretly stern. As they speed through the finish, the flags go down. The fans get up and they get out of town. The arena is empty, except for one man still driving and striving as fast as he can. The sun has gone down and the moon has come up. And long ago, somebody left with the cup. But he's driving and striving and hugging the turns and thinking of someone for whom he still burns. He's going the distance. He's going for speed. She's all alone. All alone in a time of need. Because he's racing and pacing and plotting the course. He's fighting and riding and riding on his horse. He's going the distance. He cannot define Bowel-shaking earthquakes of doubt and remorse Assail him, impale him with monster truck force In his mind he's still driving, still making the grade She's hoping in time that her memories will fade Cause he's racing and pacing and plotting the course He's fighting and fighting and riding on his horse The sun has gone down and the moon has come up And long ago somebody left with the cup But he's striving and driving and hugging the turns And thinking of someone for whom he still burns He's going the distance He's going for speed She's all alone
Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton.